Hello. This is yes. Darn. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be. This is. We're going to have such a fun show. We're going to have such a fun show or special. Okay. This is a special edition of Radio Connection Live. Uh, and. Darnell, and I mean, um, aren't, our show, aren't our editions always special? Uh, of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> they always are. and uh, But this one is particularly special because uh, here, I here, have here, a... Uh, here, Darnell, let me, let me, let me. Okay. All right, guys. Our guest today is a Northeast Ohio radio native. Anybody who grew up listening to 96.5 Kiss FM or, or some station thereof, maybe Chicago, 103.5 Kiss FM. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sound familiar? Well, maybe you heard the voice of, of our guest today, and we were so fortunate to have him joining us today. Everybody, please welcome a guy that I have a lot of respect for, and I don't even live in Ohio. Please welcome, please welcome to the stage, Java. Joy, buddy, give it up for him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's safe to say Darnell's in his glory right now, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's, yeah. Joe, Joe, how does it feel to have an audience applauding you when you come I feel on? I feel very special. I feel very special that this is a very special episode. So I am uh, honored. So <laughs> thank you very much. Dude, man, it, it's 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 a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. So I kind of know you a little bit. I listened to you on Kiss FM when Darnell called it called in that one time. Uh, I've heard you on your new station, Mix ninety four one, and we have first of all um, we have our guy Tim. Tim is here. Hello, greetings. Yep, Tim. and we have we got Preston over there, and we got uh, yes, uh, awesome got, to meet you again. Finally, we got. Yep, we got Angela over there. She's work running the boards for us today. Hello. Hey, I'm Angela. Angela. Yep. And of course, we got me. I'm Jamie. I'm the host of this little uh, affair. <laughs> 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 and of course, we got your local brother, Darnell, who you kind of already know from listening to the station so much. So. Yeah, yeah. I, Darnell used to call me when I worked at the old place and... It was fun because, you know, Darnell has this talent where if you play one second or two seconds of a song, he can instantaneously give you the artist and the title. So that, that was some of the fun stuff. We Sometimes we do it on the air, but a lot of times Darnell would call up, you know, during right. a commercial break or whatever, when I had some downtime and I'd play like a little like a little part of a song over the phone. And no matter what <laughs> genre it was he would nail it every time it was amazing <laughs> hey yeah. hey don't feel bad java joe because that's the bulk of us on this show we are yeah man, I'm, music I'm, I'm yeah we're yeah I'm a, I'm a musician myself so i want to i want to kind of rewind a little bit if i can um and of course i'll leave the i'll open the floor for questions as well so if anybody has a question just say you got a question um Joel, I mean, we know you from Kiss FM. We know you from the new station, Mix 94.1, a great station. I love Throwback 2K on Saturday mornings. I listen with with my smart speaker. But take us to the beginning. First of all, Java Joel. I'm going to assume if your name is Java Joel, you had to have done some morning radio. You know what's funny? No. A lot of people have asked me. They they assume that since my nickname was Java Joel that I did the morning show. Um, I got that name. Uh, from one of my first jobs in radio. It's probably my third, no, my second paying job in radio. And I did the midday show on 
this is kind of weird, but one of my first jobs was on a hot AC radio station called Mix in Canton, but it wasn't Canton, Ohio. It was Canton, New York. And that was back in wow. 1995. So Ooh, back wow. in 95, isn't that weird? I was working at Mix 96 in Canton, New York. Now I'm working at Mix 94.1 in Canton, Ohio. But um, back then I did the midday <clears throat> show and my program director thought I needed a, a, a catchier name than just my regular name, which is Joel Murphy. He thought, right. uh, you know, maybe we'll call you Java Joel because you're doing the at work show. And a lot of people are listening to you on their, you know, the coffee break or whatever. So we'll call you Java Joel. And I did not like the name at all. I thought it was corny as hell, but um, <laughs> it stuck. I mean, over the years, it stuck everywhere. I'd, every time I go to a new station, I'd, I'd want to, you know, change the name. But everybody that I worked for was like, no, nah, keep the name. We'll just call you Java. That's your nickname. And, and sure enough, it, it, it stuck. And, you know, people at the radio stations that I worked for, like everybody just calls me Java. People in the industry, they, they still just call me Java. Um, which is fine. It's, it's it's nothing wrong with it. But it's just amazing how um, it's it's stuck all this time. People, you know, obviously ask me, "Hey, do you like coffee?" I do like coffee, but not to the point where I would, you know, it's part of my persona necessarily. But um, <laughs> that's that's how I got that job. It was, we, it was we won't find you at a local Starbucks, right? Uh, you know, you will actually. I love Starbucks, but it's not like you know. I can you know. I'm not like one of these coffee fiends that needs to be on it. You know. I don't, I don't need to walk around the station with an IV, you know, with coffee in it, you know, but um, <laughs> that's how that started. That's how that started. Um, but that was back in, uh, that was back in early 1995 when I joined that radio station. That was my second job. You know, what's funny is that I'm coming up as of, gosh, as of this week, this is kind of monumental guys. This week marks my 30th anniversary on the radio. Oh, wow. wow. wow that is huge. I, and I think, I think that. And of course, I'm having to I'm having to keep sound effects while we talk. Um, but I think that 30 years in in the industry is worthy of one of these things. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Dude, 30 years in the business and and 14 of those at uh, Kiss FM, which we'll get to in a minute. But you know what, Joe? I can talk all day. I got a panel here, and I know they got some questions, and Darnell wants to talk too. So, um, panel guys, floor is open. I'm still thinking of questions right now, Preston. You go ahead. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I do have one. So, I can tell you, Java, I started listening to you when you were a kid. Well, because I started streaming back in '07, so I was a teenager. Oh yeah, uh, but. But I caught into your afternoon gig and, uh, you know, you seem to bring a lot of good vibes and good momentum to your shifts. So uh, I guess a good one to begin with is what has been your favorite highlight throughout your experience in the industry? My, my, I'm sorry, what, the, my favorite what? Your favorite uh, highlight or experience? Oh boy. I've had, I've been pretty lucky. I've had quite a lot of uh, great experiences. I mean, um, obviously working in Chicago was a, was a huge deal because, you know, not many people get to make it to Chicago. It was, you know, the number three market. And I was there yeah. for almost four years. That was an experience. One of the, one of the great things about Chicago was, you know, I was real nervous moving to Chicago because, you know, I came from Rochester before that. My job before Chicago was in Rochester, New York which is a much, obviously a very much, you know, a much smaller market. 
But in Rochester, right. same as Minnesota, because I know they got a small market in Minnesota called Rochester. Oh, right. This is Rochester, New York, which you know is a is a yeah. is a pretty you know big city for New York State. I mean, it's like I think it's like the third biggest city in New York State behind New York and Buffalo. But so it's a pretty you know sizable market. It's it's definitely launched a lot of careers. Um, but there's also home a lot of, of WHAM. Yeah, exactly right. There's a lot of ego in, in Rochester. It might be, it might have been the 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 big fish and a little pond syndrome. So there was a lot of there, there was some politics and there was some ego in Rochester. So me going from Rochester to Chicago, I was very nervous. I'm like, well, gosh, if there's all this ego and drama in little old Rochester, it's probably going to be you know ten times worse in a market like Chicago. And it was the exact opposite. It was the exact opposite. People were much cooler in Chicago. Um, it wasn't as dog eat dog. I mean, it was still obviously very competitive, but it's, you know, people seemed to get along. We were all on the same page. We all just wanted to win rather than, you know, get the job that the other guy was going for. So um, it, Chicago was amazing. That was definitely a, a highlight of my career. Um, not only the stuff that we did there, but um, the people that I met and, um, you know, the, the people that I worked for at the time, it was clear channel, but it seemed to be a different time at clear channel. It was like, I'm in Chicago and we basically had creative freedom to do for the most part, what we wanted. I mean, within reason, obviously it was, you know, we couldn't, you know, go on the air and start spouting, you know, dropping F-bombs and stuff, but there was, um, yeah. but there was quite a lot of creative freedom there, which is not what you would expect in a big corporate major market environment. But that's a testament to my program director at the time, Rod Phillips who is uh, still with iHeartRadio. He's kind of a, a big uh, country guy at iHeartRadio now, but great guy. He gave us uh, the, the creative license to, to do what we wanted within reason, and we ended up uh, being quite successful there. We got quite a lot of buzz there. Um, yeah, so that was say, a, I, that, do, I yeah. do follow a lot of air check people on YouTube, so going back to reminisce those old times, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it was it was a lot a lot of a lot of creative a lot of creativity and so that so, so working in that market I mean just living and working in that market at, at that time in the early two thousands was um you know I never took it for granted um, was well, Fred there I, at the time uh, Fred uh, he's, he does the morning show uh, the Fred no show Fred one. came on after me at the when I was there at Kiss in Chicago the lineup was they had Drex in the morning who came out of San Antonio he was this huge uh, working in Atlanta now working in Atlanta now. I think that's a different Drex. That's a, there's two different Drexes. Um, the one that you, the one in Atlanta is not the one that I worked for, that worked okay. with. Yeah. Uh, this one uh, came from San Antonio. He was a huge success in San Antonio, came to Chicago, and he was our morning guy while I was there. Then we had Nikki, who did middays, and then afternoons with Scott Tyler. And then I did the Rubber Room show uh, with my sidekicks, J-Dog and Silly Jilly. We did that from uh, 7 to 11. So that, that ran from 01 to 05. Um, and then, so that, that, yeah, right, right, right. So that, and so, what format was that? Yeah, I was about, about to ask about that. The format was CHR. We were, we were a top 40. We were going head to head with B96 in Chicago, which was the heritage uh, top 40 station that had been around since the early 80s, which was the market leader at the time. So uh -huh. our goal was to take those guys down. And the way that we thought to do that was, um, just to be more interesting on the air. What they were doing at the time on their night show was they had a couple of, you know, real good looking guys, um, but they were real boring. They were, they didn't really do anything on their show. Their show basically amounted to them, you know, doing shout outs all night where we over at the rubber room, we tried to do um, different things 
every night. Now, the thing is, a lot of the stuff that we did was really stupid. A lot of the stuff that we did was kind of dumb and sort of juvenile. But <laughs> when you compared it to what they were doing, we tended to cut through a little bit and we had a nice little fan base there. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Like I say, a lot of creative freedom. Um, you know, it's a major market. So you're making a lot of money. And uh, it was a lot of fun. So that was definitely a big uh, career highlight. I got to tell you, one of the most fun things that I've done recently was right here at Mix 94.1 in Canton. Uh, we did it last month. And it's one of the big events that we do every year. It was a charity event for a local organization called uh, Wishes Can Happen. And are you guys still there? Yeah, we're here. Yes. Oh, I, I, I just, I lost the screen. I, I, I was looking at the screen and then went dead. Um, but it was, oh, uh, what we did just last month was this 36 hour radiothon where we were broadcasting from a shopping plaza for 36 hours straight, all hands on deck. It was our AM and FM stations combining forces to raise money, uh, basically to uh, grant wishes for kids with life-threatening illnesses. And I got to tell you, like I said, I just, I've, I've been doing this 30 years. I've never been a part of something like this before in my life. Ooh. And it was absolutely amazing. We raised over um, $200,000 in 36 hours for this organization. And I think that's just a testament to how amazing local radio can be Amen. when you, uh, when you get behind something like this. So, um, Amen. I've been pretty lucky. I've been pretty lucky. They've written a lot of hardships in this business too, but I'm not the only one who's gone through hardships. I mean, this business can be rough. You it know, can be. Yeah. I mean, every, every three or four months, another company has what is called a reduction in force where they basically, you know, translation layoff. Trans yeah, basically, layoff. It's a nice way of yeah, saying layoff that. downsize. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And right. Deedas get downsized too. downsized off the air. That is. Yeah. And it's happening more and more. And, and at, at this point, I don't see like who else, who else is there to fire? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, and <laughs> I know the set, everything's probably been via satellite now. So, uh, so after Chicago, then that's when you went, that's when you got, that's when you got to Cleveland, right? Yeah. I came to Cleveland in 2006. Uh, mm -hmm. Also around that time, I picked up another radio station via voice tracking. I was on the air syndicated uh, to the now defunct 94, seven hits FM out of Montreal. Um, and I was on that. Oh, I did, yeah, I did, that's right. Yeah, right. I, did, I did afternoons for those guys from uh, even longer than I was at Kiss in, in Cleveland. I was I did that from the, the spring of 06 till they actually signed off. They got uh, sold to uh, EMF Broadcasting, the company that owns K-Love. Uh, mm -hmm. yes. uh, yeah. yeah, we yeah. we did cover that story, by the way. And I was watching <laughs> I was on YouTube a few weeks ago. And I was re I was reliving their final moments, and I and I heard your voice like, oh wow, this is the same guy. He does stuff here. It's yeah. funny, Joe, because it's funny, Joe, because I read that story on our uh, we we do a, we used to do a news segment on the old version of the, of this show called the called Twenty Twenty News, and we read that story, and I still have the, the script back around here somewhere here in the studio, but it's funny when the the first time I ever heard you, Joel, was via an air check that Dar Darnell had done on his telephone based show. And I, so I called my friend, Scotty Davis, who works over at 93, three FLZ here in the Tampa Bay area, which is also iHeart. And Darnell's like, dude, so I call Java Joel and you call our sister station in Tampa. How nice. <laughs> Darnell, Darnell, remember that? 
Yeah, I guess I kind of remembered that a bit. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you get so you get to Kiss FM, and now it was funny. You were in one Clear Channel market in Chicago, and now you're in this other um, Clear Channel now iHeart market in Cleveland. How did it? Wh- how did it happen? When did it happen? And what were there were there growing pains that came with it? Well, it happened um, in the summer of 06. I was uh, not working and they had an opening for nights. I think their their previous night guy, Jay Nice, he got a job opportunity to go down to, I think, Miami. He'd work at Y100. So yeah. um, the program director at the time, what, what did happen? Oh, that's right. Kevin Matheny was the operations manager of that cluster in cleveland and i was on his radar because when i was in chicago i used to voice track my show to cleveland for a short time they had a they had a syndicated night show which was me from cleveland this is like oh three oh four and then listen to that too yeah they eventually ended up going live nights which i thought was a good idea for the early 2000s live night shows were still pretty viable um and i remember emailing uh the program director dan mason and Kevin Matheny, who was the operations manager and, and saying, you know what, guys, they, they had to tell me that I was no longer on the station. I was like, you know what, guys, it's probably good that you're having a live in market night show. I think a, I think a, a market like Cleveland deserves that kind of thing. I think your station's going to do much better with a live body in that studio at night. Somebody right. can go down and you know do all the club nights. So I totally understand why you're going to do that and, and no hard feelings. So I think Kevin Matheny, he kind of put that in the back of his mind and he really appreciated that. You know, he, he, I think he liked that, that I said, you know, what I felt. Um, so when there was an opening at, uh, at Kiss in Cleveland, I think he thought, I think he thought of me and I thought of him and we connected and that's how that got started. So I, I hooked up with Bo Matthews, the program director at the time and Kevin, they flew me in for an audition and I auditioned for a couple of nights. They met me and I signed a deal. And that was, uh, I think I started Labor Day, the, yeah, Labor Day, Monday, 2006, the same day the crocodile hunter died. I always remember that the same day wow. the crocodile hunter died. <laughs> oh yes. Was, yeah. was oh, wow. the day that I uh, joined Kiss FM in Cleveland. The day the crocodile hunter died. Oh, sorry. Like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're it. So you're at Kiss FM, and you did nights, which is funny because I, Joel, for somebody who doesn't live there, I listened to I would listen to the station via iHeart, and you guys had obviously, had, I mean, you had Elvis Duran, you had Seacrest at that at one point, mm-hmm. uh, with with uh, on air, and uh, then you, and then you had a show called the Ten O'clock Takeover, which was really unique for its time when when a lot of stations had that a lot of stations had some kind of takeover pick the music jelly type thing because jelly was the big thing back in back in those days was it not yeah this was um this was listener driven radio it wasn't jelly it was i think it was their competitor called listener driven radio which is now futuri yeah futuri which is the company that owns it and i loved it i loved the 10 o'clock takeover it was one of my uh we we, it started out as the seven o'clock takeover but that didn't really roll off the tongue as much. So we ended up moving yeah. it to 10 o'clock and it was great because it was a way to test out new songs that weren't in regular rotation. And basically the only rule that I had was two new songs couldn't play back to back. I always wanted to have a hit in between each song. So from 10 to 11, literally the entire hour was voted on um, by 
the listeners. And it was great because we started out a lot. And I remember Sean Mendez, he had a song out called Life of the Party, which um, this is, you know, before Stitches and all of his other big hits, stuff like that started out on uh, the 10 o'clock takeover. And yeah, we, yeah, we got to be we got to be CRTC for a little while. And uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, because he's from Canada. I, 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 I didn't get the joke at first. So the 10 o'clock takeover was successful. And then all of a sudden, let's just say what you probably prayed wouldn't happen, happened and all heck broke loose and they pulled the takeover, right? They pulled the takeover because in their eyes, they felt like it wasn't getting ratings. But the, the sad truth of it is that the entire station wasn't getting ratings um, oh. at the tail <laughs> end. It was at the tail end. There's a, a, a myriad of different reasons why that happened. Um, one of them is that they chose to have algorithms program the music and not people. And uh, which is ironic because that's kind of what the takeover was. It was kind of like, you know, people voting on songs, not algorithms, but they, they wanted to have more control over what they programmed. And mm -hmm. that was why the takeover went away because they didn't have control over the takeover. It was basically an hour of listener votes and really they didn't, they didn't like that, which you know, I didn't agree with it, but what was I going to do? It, it, okay, it, 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 it was fun for me. Okay, it was fun for me to listen to and not to do because I couldn't see how to do it. But it was fun to listen to. So, right. right, it was fun. And, and like, you never knew what you were going to hear. And, you know, there were certain songs that would, you know, certain songs would come around that, you know, were, were downloading and streaming and all the other things. Like, for instance, that song Disturbed. Uh, they did a version of Simon and Garfunkel's uh, The Sounds of Silence, which was Silence. selling a lot. It was yeah. downloading. Everybody was downloading. It It was like number five on iTunes. I threw it in the takeover because um, Top 40 Radio wasn't going to touch it because it was, you know, it was disturbed. It was like kind of a dark, rock. very dark sounding rock yeah. song. But we we, we right. put it on the takeover and sure enough, people would vote for it. And it would play. It was, it, it was kind of fun to hear those songs you wouldn't normally hear in regular rotation um, right. on the takeover. But uh, they weren't having it. They didn't like it. And they ended up pulling it, which, you know. Yeah. Joel, you talk. And by the way, folks, this is Radio Connection Live. We're sitting down with Java Joel, Afternoon Guy at Mix 94.1. By the way, you can hear them at Mix941.com. Or it also works with your smart speaker by saying to your Lady A, whatever device you use, play Mix 94.1 Canton. So, Joel, a little plug for the station there. Thank so, you. you. So, um Joel, you know, you, you, you mentioned streaming and I am not going to lie. A lot of people do streaming now. I mean, heck, you're on the I mentioned the smart speakers, the phones, you know, tune in and there's a station app as well. Do you I mean, did it take you a while to figure out, oh, my God, people are not turning on traditional AM, FM. They were still listening to the station, but listening in a different manner than they have always done. Did it? Did it? How did? How long did it take you to wrap your hand, your head around? Oh my God, we got to be. I mean, now we got to be digital ready. Now we got to pretty much be digital now. You know, I got I got to give it to Bo Matthews, um, who hired me at Kiss in Cleveland, and who also hired me here at Mix ninety four one. Believe it or not, he ended up leaving Clear Channel iHeart back in the day and ended up moving to Alpha, and that's how I got the job here. Um, mm -hmm. thanks, thanks to both, but he was real early on digital, all the, all stuff, digital, not just streaming, but like embracing things like YouTube and, uh, you know, visual content and things like that. But, right. um, I think, I think the industry as a whole was probably late to the party when it came to digital. I mean, there were some stations that, you know, refused 
to stream as as early as uh, recent as you know five six years ago, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, right. Now I can understand some stations not really wanting to do. It. I know Odyssey or what was called what, what what is Odyssey now, but they used to be called Infinity. Uh, they dragged their heels on streaming a lot. If you wanted to hear an Infinity station, you had to be in that market um, for the longest or, time. Or they actually, almost, uh, if it's an AM, you have to wait until nighttime until it shows up to listen to it. Yeah. And the thing is, is like if you're in a market like a Chicago or a Cleveland where you're dealing with PPM ratings. Um, I don't want to get too in, in the weeds when it comes to ratings and everything, but um, you're only rated on the FM signal. You're not rated on, on your stream. So that's why a lot of people were putting all their eggs in the FM basket rather than the stream basket. Because even if people are listening to your stream, you're not getting credit for it in those in those certain markets. Now, here in Canton, it's a little bit different. We uh, it's it's basically recall. So people, you know, I'm not, again, I don't want to get too far into the weeds with the ratings, but um <clears throat> You know, uh, streaming, I would imagine um, a lot of people stream us exclusively without even turning their, their traditional radio on. And that's, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, we especially, you, you, you know, you're trying to hit those younger listeners. And I think that, I mean, Joel, I mean, you I mean, go to any go to any high school in Canton, Ohio or go anywhere where teens and even young adults are known to propagate and hang out and congregate. And you're, I mean, and they're going to have kids to film on, but it's going to be not on a portable radio like what you or and Darnell and I grew up listening on. They're, they've got, they're, they're on phones, pads, speakers, you name it. Right, and right. That's how, and, and Joel, I mean, I, I've said it to Darnell. I, I said, I don't know when the time frame is going to come. Um, I hope I'm around to see it when it does, but there, the time is going to come where we're doing pretty much all of our listening on some sort of streaming digital electronic device. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I think it's, it's going to happen at some point. And I think now more than ever, each radio station needs to be more local centric because when, when everybody is now on streaming and you're all playing kind of the same music, what differentiates your station from the others? Well, it's going to be your personalities and it's going to be what you're talking about. If you have the same stations playing the same music and they're talking about the same stuff, uh -huh. then good luck winning. You're not going to, you're not, you're going to get lost in the shuffle and you're not really going to be making any inroads. So that's one of the things that we've done here at Mix 94 and uh, one in Canton is that, you know, we as personalities, we we're competing with not only stations here in Canton, we're also competing with stations in Akron. We're competing with all the stations from Cleveland. They come into Canton like gangbusters. You can hear them clear as a bell. They we get really, stations yeah, from Youngstown. They in all the way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we're all essentially playing the same. A lot of us are playing the same song. So, you know, if we're playing the same songs and, you know, we've, we've got to find ways to make us sound different. Make than a statement. Competition. Make a state. Yeah. You got to make a statement. Yeah. Um, in the competition. Make a variety. But, so you don't. Yeah, are those, yeah. um, are those individual markets? Are they rated individually? Akron, Canton and Cleveland or. Yes. Is it all, yeah, they are. Uh, yeah. Uh, put it all Cleveland's in one a, big. Cleveland is a market. Akron's a market. Canton's a market. Youngstown's a market. I think for years so, they tried to combine. They tried to combine for years, Akron and, and Cleveland, but it never, they, they were just too far apart. It was, it wasn't like Minneapolis, oh, St. Paul. Well, it was mostly, it was Akron and Canton, wasn't it? Uh, no, back in the that? day, they were going to they were actually going to combine Cleveland and Akron um, huh. to, in order to make it like a top 15 market or something like that. But they, they just could never get it done. I guess they wanted to do it in the TV land and also in the radio world, but it just wasn't wasn't able to get it done. But we're also close. I mean, uh, you know, Cleveland is about an hour from Canton, but, you know, 
Canton from Akron's maybe 25, 30 minutes at most. Yeah, Cleveland's 30. Cleveland's about 30 minutes in, from Akron. Yeah, so. right. So, yeah, give or take. Yeah. So um, we're all right on top of each other. But Is as far as like the uh, the, delev- the delivery mechanism for radio, I think at some point it will be. And I don't know if we're there yet, because right now, I mean. Yes, streaming is, is big and everything, but people still listen to the radio in their car. I mean, that's um, as long as there's cars, there's going to be people who want to connect to a radio and to a radio station that is locally based talking about things that are happening in their community. I, I firmly believe that. I, I like to see more radio stations lean into that a little more um, rather than do all this homogenized uh, national programming stuff where, it, like I say, everything just sounds the same. I was going to ask you about that anyway, because um, so you get, you know, you uh, budget cuts hit and you, you're off Kiss FM. They replace you with Mikey V, who's syndicated out of God, I think Boston, I think. And then you're and also was let go was your evening girl, Ashley Z. Um, and, and, and and you get replaced by national programming. They did put local people in there eventually, but. But I mean, is it, you know, when, when, when you're let go from uh, something you've done for almost for over 14 years, I mean, I mean, so I guess I heard just said, look, we're, we're going to bring in this guy from Boston or wherever he's living and he can do afternoons and listeners won't know, or do they think we're, do they, do they think we're idiots? And we don't know that a DJ isn't, <laughs> isn't physically there. Well, a couple things. Um, Ashley was part of a previous reduction in force. I was still there when that happened. I was there okay. for about a year. Yeah, I was there for about a year <clears throat> after Ashley and a few other uh, people from the radio station left. In fact, in fact, that day, uh, it was in January 2020, just a couple of months before the pandemic hit. Um, I lost a, a, the majority of my radio station was gone in, in an overnight. And it was totally out of my control. It came from way above. And, it, and, you know, Cleveland wasn't the only market where that happened. It happened at a, you know, a variety of different markets. Happened here. Yeah, well, it, it happened yeah, here in the same in the area. Yeah, yeah. So that happened in January 2020. And then, of course, that whole and I'm in, year. I'm in the Harrisburg, York, Lancaster market, but I'm close to Baltimore, too. I'm on the state line. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Happened when I saw that story, yep. when I saw that story about the cuts on Radio Insight, it hurt me like nobody's business. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty it, bad. It hurt me. And that one was bad. The one in January 2020 was bad. But then, of course, you know, a couple of months later, uh, the pandemic hit and then uh, even more staffers at, at uh, iHeart and Cleveland got let go. They were furloughed and then it officially yeah. let go in, in July of that year. I was still with the radio station up until election week in 2020. So I was there for the duration of 2020. And that's when I got let go. I got let go. Uh, my immediate boss, uh, Keith Abrams, got let go. Um, a bunch of other people got let go, uh, not only in Cleveland, but also Akron Market. Um, and all over the country. And then the last of that entire week, it was a week full. In fact, I think it was a month full of. Dude, uh, I, Joe, I, I remember our, our news reported that we and, and every morning I would check to see who got let go that day because I was checking for Tampa because that's where I live. That's where my studio is here. And, I'm, and um, I think only a couple people I knew of from here got, were, were let go. Uh, Lana Phillips, who was at the country station. And, and you've done some country music that we're going to talk about here in just a second. But. I, it's one of those things, man. So they did, did they just replace everybody with like syndicated voice trackers or, or, um, I'm trying to think what happened when I, well, when I got let go, my job was never actually, my position was never replaced. 
um, as okay. program director. Because remember, I was I was also program director of Kiss FM too, and they still don't have a program director there. This is almost two years later, wow. and they're wow. they're not. As far as I know, they are not locally programmed. They are programmed entirely out of Boston. Um, Yikes. Which, yeah. which is not ideal for a Cleveland radio station. And, you know, no, no, no offense. Certainly not. No, no offense to the I'm, people who, there's a who show. work. Yeah, no offense there's a to the show. People. There's a show I'm trying to get over here. Okay. Uh, yeah. There is actually a radio show that I'm trying to get over here on KISS. And uh, I didn't realize that. But wow. Okay. There yeah, is actually the, a radio yeah. show that I'm trying to get over here on KISS. But yeah. Yeah. In the mix with Alexandra, but they probably wouldn't take it anyway because they that's not one of their. I, Joel, Joel, have you noticed that a lot of iHeart stations they don't want to go with outside programming they want stuff that premiere distributes like Elvis Duran or or the vibe which is a new show or I heard radio countdown or Seacrest they they don't want outside programming right it's it, it sounds like because you guys got throwback 2k on mix mini four one um there might be some truth to that they might you know they might have some allegiance to premiere obviously but um that's the beauty of working at mix 94 one is that we can play stuff from premiere we can play stuff from you know super radio we can we can, anything we, we want we don't we don't have any sort of uh you know uh, allegiance if you will to any particular company we can sort of pick and choose what allegiance. we want to air yeah and who yeah, owns that, that station our station, it's owned by Alpha Media. They're based out of Portland, Oregon. And um, here locally, we're the only, they own some stations in Dayton as well. And they own, a, yeah, they own a cluster in Dayton and they own uh, us, Mix 94.1 and our sister station, uh, News Talk 1480 WHBC. So yeah, Bluefield, Bluefield, West Virginia was a weird market for them to uh, own, but then they got sold to First Media Services, which is a little bit better for uh, these stations in Bluefield. But uh, yeah, you know. Um, 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 ironically, that's that's what happened. So, Joel, uh, you know, we talk. We, you know, I hear, I listen to a lot of CHR formats. I listen to the Hot AC format that that Mix has now. What are you doing to reach? We we talk about young adults, but what are you what are you guys doing to reach? You know, the twelve year old or the thirteen year old or the sixteen year old in the in the car. You know, driving to school or driving to work or whatever. I mean, because is it hard to reach teens? I know it's easy to reach young adults you know, in the twenties and thirties, but is it hard to reach the 16 year old or the 14 year old? Is it harder to reach them? Uh, well, we don't really target uh, that age group, to be honest with you. We're, we primarily target. No one does. Here's, here, here's the funny thing. Here's the, here's oh, let me, let me, let me map it out for you a little bit. Okay. We, as a hot AC radio station, we target primarily uh, 25 to 54 year old females. Uh, right. I took over a little over, in fact, it's about a year, about a year exactly that I took over this job. And one of the things that we've really leaned into here at Mix are throwbacks. Um, because, you know, prior to me coming here, we were a hot AC station, but really current bass. We play a lot of current music, almost sounding like a top 40 radio station sometimes. Um, but when I took over, we, I really wanted to sort of solidify the upper part of the demographic, those that like 38 to 42 year old females. And they really like the throwbacks. They like the Britney, the Avril Lavigne's, that sort of late 90s, early 2000s stuff. So we're right. playing a, not a lot of that, but we're playing a great deal of it. And we're, we're also doing a lot more throwback features. We do an all request lunch now, which is very throwback heavy. That's we do a feature funny. in the afternoon called the 330 back, which is a play on 330 and our area code 330 and also throwback. So it all kind of ties together. Yeah. 
three throwbacks at 3.30 for the 3.30. We do that every every Monday through Friday at 3.30. And that's been very successful. And we do like throwback weekends and stuff. And we do a Saturday night mix party with JT, which plays a lot of throwbacks. So we've seen to really benefit from that. But back to answer your question about the young end, like how do we, uh, how do we target those people? We don't target them. But what's amazing, uh, the, the latest ratings that we got, even though we're now skewing the station a little bit older, we're number one with teens here in Canton, which is amazing. Ooh, wow. Uh, which, Whoa, I, which I was not. Interesting. It is interesting. And I wasn't even going for that. We weren't even going for that. We just we, we just sort of, you know, tighten things up and playing some different things. And apparently it's resonating with uh, with listeners that age. Well, but, no, we don't well, actually well, target teenagers, but we're getting them. They're listening. Well, Joe, you know, we we've we've talked about this before in other episodes and other editions we've done of RCL um, that um, according to a Nielsen report, and I don't know if you read this or not, but 93 percent of all Americans over the age of 12, that's 244.5 million people are listening to radio each week. Yeah. And now they probably don't tell you on what device they're listening to the radio on, but nowadays everything is so interconnected that it doesn't matter. You know, um, 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 a great uh, lady in broadcast, her name is Raleigh James, says, don't worry about the delivery truck. Joel, when you buy a package off of Amazon, you don't care about the truck. You want what's on the truck. Right. And, and right. there's so many there, there's so many delivery trucks that that, that deliver Mix 941 to people they don't they don't care how they get it if, if it's on the radio or phone or pad or speaker so you you see that interconnection in a way that literally no other medium can can do and i think that has really solidified i mean i, I joe I, joe i listen to you all the time i listen to you in the, um, in the afternoons i listen to mix all the time i especially throwback 2k with chris cruz when that comes on i um, i try i'm trying to get him on, on the show for a future talk, uh, interview but you, something, Joel, you said really is, is amazing. Kid, teenagers are listening. I'm pretty sure when you saw that, that teens were listening to the radio station, you, must be, you probably said, wait, 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 wait. I thought they'd be on Spotify or, or Apple Music or whatever. Sure. But they're we listening hear. to Kiss. Well, here's yeah. the thing. They, they probably are on Apple Music or Spotify. Here's, here's, here's the thing. We can all coexist. People are so freaked out by Spotify. To me, Spotify doesn't compete with radio. It competes with the record store. Because back in the day, in order to get an album, you had to go to the record store and either sample it on one of the headphones there or just flat out buy it. Um, mm -hmm. Now people are, yeah, they're exploring music um, via Spotify. And they're listening to albums on Spotify. They're consuming music on Spotify or Apple Music or YouTube or whatever. Um, but it's not radio. It's the radio to me. And radio is not podcasting either. Podcasting is different too. People say, well, podcasting is going to destroy radio. Well, podcasting and radio are two different things. Podcasting is a time shifted thing. Radio is happening ideally in the moment in the area in which they are immediately broadcasting to. Ideally, you know, broad, broadcasting locally based programming uh, to a local audience. Um, so back to your point about delivery systems. I, I mean, I agree. I think now more than ever content is King because mm -hmm. if you can be heard on a myriad of different devices, you better make sure the product that you're churning out is special and not just the same kind of show that, you know, 
DJX in Tuscaloosa is doing as, as one in Albany, New York is doing as one in, you know, Fredericksburg, Maryland is doing. They all got to be, I would say, ideally keyed into each market, not just personality wise, but music wise. There's different variations when it comes to the music from market to market. And I don't think people are doing that enough either. Um, so, yeah, delivery mechanism mechanism is definitely going to change. It's already changing. But, you know, I, yeah, you know, and Joe here in Tampa, um, we aired the Kane show, which is our morning, which was our morning drive. This is I'm talking about FLZ, which is the morning, which was the morning drive. And then Kane left. He came, Kane passed away eventually. But um, and then, you know, and, 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 um, and Joel, you know, what I'm talking about when they get rid of a morning show or the people leave or die or whatever. And then we're all waiting with bated breath going, who's coming to the morning drive? And so they'll, they'll have DJs stay on for longer times or they'll move DJs around or whatever. FOZ, because I because Joel, I mean, you came from a market where they had Elvis Duran, you know, at, at, in, in Cleveland. And now you have Dave and Jimmy, which is kind of regionally syndicated, I guess. Is that the proper term for it? Because they're heard over. They're heard all over Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not really Ohio, sure. The only one market in PA that I know. Oh, yeah. okay. Maybe Ohio, PA, and maybe Indiana. Yeah, go ahead. I, think, I think they're on in West Virginia as well. But you're right; it might be regional. I'm not really sure what stations uh, they're on, Dave and Jimmy. Of course, they're based out of iHeartRadio's uh, hugely, hugely successful WNCI, which is number one yeah. again um, <laughs> this past book. So, congratulations yeah, to I them, David. Dave, yeah, Dave and Jimmy are great. They uh, um, and Kelsey, they're all great. They they uh, are you know obviously based. Out of, I don't know what they're on. But uh, that sounded bad. I don't know what they're on. They're on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> drugs. Probably crack. Probably crack. Or... I don't know what those guys are on. Um, <laughs> so, but FLZ Joel took a stealthier approach by instead of they could have just popped in a syndicated morning show. But they said, you know, we're going to try a local morning show. And so they brought the Joe show from Detroit mm. to Tampa to do right. mornings. And it just blew up. Up. I mean, people had, I mean, they, I mean, the only local morning show that, that station ever had, at least as far as I know, was the MJ morning show, which was another, uh, and Tim knows more about MJ than I do, but, but the, the Joe show, it, it blew up and, you know, and it's been successful as a local morning show. I think Joel, when having a local morning, midday afternoon DJs, that gives a, any station its presence in the community. Um, yeah, there can be something to be said for that. Absolutely. Um, the great thing about Dave and Jimmy here, even though they're not in market, they're just down the road in Columbus. So they're able to come up and do stuff with us. They did like the big uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinement parade, not this past year, but the year before. And they've done uh, the Wishathon that I was talking about earlier. They've come up for that. So to have them in somewhat near proximity is great. In fact, Jimmy from the show is from Canton. Uh, he, he grew up here, I guess. Wow. So he's got some history wow. here. Yeah, so that's that's another reason why we have those guys on. Obviously, they can talk about the Browns to a point. They can talk about the Steelers. You know, Kelsey, I think, is from Pittsburgh, and Dave is from Erie. Um, so yeah. they all are kind of from the area. So it's not like putting on some station, you know, or some show from you know Arizona or whatever. These New guys York. are actually, right. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, and Joe, I'm not I'm not bashing Elvis Duran. I think he does a great job. But they're based in New York. They really don't care what's going on in, you know, in, in your hometown. They, they, 
you know, they're they're on they're more about their local. 90. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, no, I, I, first of all, Elvis is a great guy. When I got let go from Kiss, he actually sent me a text message saying, you know, dude, sorry, this happened. So he's a oh, okay. he's a real stand up guy. I wouldn't say he, they don't he doesn't care about what's happening in Ohio. It certainly isn't their top priority. I mean, they're in New York City, so their number one priority should be should be New York City. They should be focusing on that. Um right. But yeah, there is there is uh, a bit of a uh, challenge when you're out of market and you're competing with, uh, lo- you know, local shows. I mean, look what's happening in Cleveland. I mean, Rover's Morning Glory is number one by a wide margin and might be a coincidence, but they're also based in Cleveland. So they can talk about Lakewood, Ohio. They can talk about things that are happening in that area without alienating their other affiliates. Right. You, right. you, you, you were on 106.1, the bowl. I don't know. Is that, is that one of those? I keep saying 106.1, the bowl, Youngstown. In Youngstown. Yeah, right. Program, <laughs> doing country. Joe, d- country? No, trust me. I knew for there's THR. A, I knew for there's THR. A, there's how a, to there's a story country. on that. There's a reason okay. why I did that. And believe me, I did not want to do it. I got basically. <laughs> The, here's what happened. The program director of uh, that station, 1061 The Bull, was Charlie Connolly, who was also the, at the time program director of WGAR in, in our same building at iHeart in Cleveland. And they re- they signed, I guess they signed on this new country station in Youngstown and they had some local talent on there or local-ish talent on there. And they needed somebody yeah. who was sort of, you know, in the area that could do it. And they asked me, and I was like, look, Here's the deal, guys. I am not a country fan. I don't like the music. I've been very vocal about how I don't like the music. I've gone on Twitter and Facebook basically bashing the artists and bashing the fans of this music. <laughs> well, you know, um, so I they they said, you know, they, they can you just do it as a favor? We just need somebody who has like a like a top 40 high energy young sound. And here I am at the time, you know, pushing 40. And they're like, oh, I, I sound young. Okay, fine. So I did it. It only lasted, I want to say, maybe four or five months before they ended up uh, going with, you guessed it, syndicated programming. So <laughs> so, so let, I want to talk about the iHeart umbrella, Joel, if I can. For those who aren't familiar, iHeart has, and Joel, would you call them networks? There's Hit Nation. There's iHeart Country Radio. Well, here, here's the thing. I can't speak to anything iHeart Radio is doing now because from what I understand, so much has changed uh, in the last two years uh, since I've been there. They've changed, uh, I guess they've changed their automation uh, service. Everything's basically different. So I don't know any idea, um, you know, what they're doing. As far as like, you know, custom formats and things custom like format. that. So I honestly can't even speak to it. Okay. Let's yeah, talk about a brand new system. So yeah. it's, it's let's tough. talk about COVID for a second. So 2020 comes. And by the way, folks, this is Radio Connection Live. We're talking to Java Joel from Mix 941 in Canton, Ohio. Uh, so COVID hits. It's 2020. Oh, worst year of my life, I think. Um, yes. And, I'm and just so, thankful I got a remote job out of it, though. Yeah. So, Joe, how did when it came to because you were at mix by this point, I believe when it came to or or something like that, when it came to COVID and lockdowns and working from home, what did you do? What did you guys what did you have to do during COVID? Because obviously you can be in the studio. So, I mean, how, well, how did, how did the, that actually, I, I was still at Kiss when this all went down. Um, OK. Yeah. COVID hit in like February, March of 20. 20 
And two months prior to that, I lost my station. I mean, all my, all the personalities on my station were basically axed, um, you know, above my control, beyond my control. I was, you know, so I was the last man standing at that radio station in, um, when, when COVID hit. Much love to Tim Allen and that show, by the way, on WBNX. (laughs) Oh, oh, there you go. A little free plug for them. Um, so I was the last guy. So basically in starting in January, 2020, I was the guy who had to come in every morning at five 45 and make sure Elvis Duran was on the air. Um, so I was, you know, that, that happened. Um, we ended up automating all, Elvis I thought that Duran. Was all automated satellite, automated satellite with Elvis Duran. I thought I don't know. I don't know somebody actually. Well, it is, but it, it, yeah, they, they were. But there were some moving parts, like local traffic and local things that needed to be needed to be played and everything like that. So we ended right. up figuring it out. We ended up automating it, which was great for me because I was able to you know continue to sleep in. But um, you asked me how COVID hit. When it hit, it basically was the whole cluster was on lockdown. Um, they. I'm trying to think this is, this goes back a ways now. This is almost God, hard to believe, but it's almost been three years since that happened. Um, wow. Two and a half anyway. Um, I ended up doing a mix and match of two things. I would work all my office stuff, all of my programming duties I would do from my home. Mm-hmm. And then I had the option of doing my show in studio, which I chose to do. There was only one day where I needed to be remote. And that was when, uh, early on in the pandemic, one of the people, I think down at WTAM, uh, had contracted it or knew somebody who had it or was in the proximity of somebody. So they had to lock down the entire building. So for an entire day or two, the building had to be on lockdown and they, they fumigated it. They had brought somebody in a chemical mist company and they just, you know, just make, they, they cleared it out. They make sure all the viruses were, you know, destroyed. So that there was only one day when I had to do the show from my home and that was kind of fun. I did it with my son who was at the time like seven years old. So, you know, it was kind of neat, but well, I was lucky. Only, you weren't the only one. Alan Cox did home too. Well, so, those yeah. guys did it. Those guys did it more than just one day though. Those guys did it. Like they were not in studio. They were, I think them. <clears throat> and I think the late Mike Trevisano, his show uh, was also based out of the student, not out of the studio, but out of, you know, not in the building. So, what about Rover? I believe those guys were separated too in different, they did it from their homes. I think maybe one of the guys was based back at the studio just to run things. But I think yeah. the characters in the show, they were all, you know, at their respective homes. But I had the, I had the luxury of doing both. I was, I was able to do um, work from home, you know, the, the office type stuff, like the logs and scheduling music and all that from my house. Mm. And then if I needed to do any studio stuff, I would be able to, you know, make the 15 minute drive into the studio to uh, to cover that stuff. So it was actually it, it worked out pretty good. So, you know, Joel, we we, we talked uh, I, a couple years ago here on here. It's hard to believe it's been two years since we became a podcast. Uh, we, we were an actual Internet radio show for a long time. But we talked a couple years ago about if COVID taught us anything, it taught us how flexible radio is and how flexible D. Uh, I, it, is it on-air personalities or hosts? Because there's really no discs to jockey anymore. It's all computer. How flexible uh, re- uh, hosts can be, you know? That you was one of the amazing things about that whole era. I was really amazed at how quickly um, everybody kind of uh, pivoted, as they say in the industry. We pivoted. We changed. And we, they, they ended up, everybody kind of jumped to, the, uh, to action and were able to, you know, stay on the air. 
and it wasn't just the on-air people. It was, you know, the engine, our engineering team um, were great. And from what I understand, the engineering team here at Alpha Canton was great too, because they had the same thing. They had to do the same thing that everybody else did. They had to basically, you know, separate and, you know, uh, try different ways to get on the air and they ended up getting it done here. So big hats off to all the engineering teams. The engineering teams are the ones who really, you know, kept everybody on the air. You know, Joel, we, 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 we talk a lot about, about, and I do want to open the floor again. We talk about, un, you know, we, we talk about radio's unsung heroes and the engineers are really the stars of the show because without them, there is no show. And Absolutely. I mean, when I, I, when I took over here as program director, when I took over here, um, I had a lot of questions because it was, it was all new. It was all, it was brand new automation and not new automation, but it was a different automation system for me. And, you know, a lot, I had a lot of different questions about, you know, how to load things and where this went and that went. And we have a great <laughs> engineer here named uh, Dale Lamb, who was just in, in uh, I owe the guy a lot because I, early on, I had a lot of questions and, you know, he had to put out, put out a lot of fires because of, uh, certain things that weren't done before and after. And so, yeah. um, you're absolutely right, man. The engineers, uh, are the unsung heroes of the business and most of them are pretty cool. Sometimes you've run into an engineer who is a little grumpy, a little rough around the edges, but I've been pretty lucky. Yeah. Uh, um, um, I want to get the rest of the team in here because Joel, I can talk all day. I mean, you may notice that, but, uh, crew guys, panel. Okay. Well, I guess, <laughs> Um, if I want to look at it this way, because uh, I know that as I, you know, I always look forward to and my sleep schedule has been strange. So I've really been not so much waking up to throw back 2K. I had been for a while. And then when I got this phone, I've been going to sleep to throw back 2K now. Uh, but <laughs> uh, um, I know that for a while because uh, you were so new at this it did take some time because i remembered listening i actually went to 92.3 because the system was going through everything so quickly with throwback 2k uh the one week that that happened uh but um so give me the ins and outs of you know automation systems and how they're loaded because this is uh just hearing how that went with throwback 2k one week was a little strange. I, I was out of it when I saw that, um, okay, some hours were not there and it made the system think that we were right. Well, that, three that's, what we call, that, that's what we call a technical difficulty problem. That, I yeah, and that was why I went over the uh, to uh, Odyssey at 92.3 and listened to uh, G. Bush. But yeah, you know. Right. Yeah, it was just a technical problem. There, there was, I think, a, a segment of the show never came through and i'm not going to get too technical about it but the the uh, the segment that we had in there was the segment from the previous week which had an end date on it which um was obviously not going to play but something has an end if something is end dated you know a, you know the, with the wrong date it's not going to play so it ended up skipping over um those segments um, but it happens. It does. It does happen on a case. There was a real weird reason why that happened. It, it was something with our our computer system not talking to. It, it's it's way too technical. But it, it was just right. a communications thing. But we got it squared away. You know, I don't. I don't think it's happened yet. In a sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, when stuff like that happens, our engineering team is pretty quick to. Uh, yeah. As a listener, I just that. went on ahead and went to uh, ninety-two point three. Well, don't yeah, do that, Darnell. Don't switch to another. <laughs> I, I was. Darnell, Darnell, if you don't listen to sleep, I was going back to sleep, but uh, yeah, don't listen to if you don't if you don't listen to Mix ninety four one with Joel, 
his mortgage doesn't get paid, his rent, his 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 lights get cut off, and then he. <laughs> part of it my, was my I was wife still sleepy, me? which was right. Well, part of it I was still kind of sleepy during this, so I stayed right. on ninety two three for the remainder of that half. But yeah, you know. Right. So 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 Joel, was it hard to train because? You know, because kids in Chicago is CHR and Cleveland is CHR and uh, one country. Was it hard to transition? I want to talk about transitional stuff for a second from hot AC CHR to a uh, hot AC format with mix. Was it was it difficult or did you just throw yourself into it? I thought it would be, but it wasn't uh, only because, you know, when I when I at the prospect of working for a hot AC, I was like, Oh boy, that means I'm going to play a lot of this lame music. And that's just not the case. Alpha has a very aggressive, um, philosophy, not to say very aggressive, but it's a very forward thinking way of looking at the music. I mean, sure. We need to target those 25 to 54 is, but a lot of these 25, 54 is they, they want to hear the current music, but they also want to get some of that throwback vibe. So I'm actually having a lot of fun doing this. There's a lot of stuff that you can do with hot AC. Now it's not today's hot AC is much different than the hot AC of 30 years ago when I first got into the radio, when it was, you know, uh, Michael Bolton, Phil Collins, Billy Joel with some yeah. Cheryl Crow and uh, <clears throat> Alanis Morissette thrown in for good measure. Um, right. Nowadays it's very current based. It's very contemporary. You still have the, the, uh, the you still have the privilege of dipping back into you know, the 2000s and, and late-ish 90s to, uh, you know, to make it, to give yourself more variety. But I mean, I mean, over here at Mix, I mean, we're, we're fairly aggressive when it comes to some of the new music. I mean, as far as like, mm -hmm. as far as a hot AC goes, you know, we were early on uh, Steve Lacey. Um, we played, uh, you know, Beyonce Break My Soul probably more than any other hot AC in the country. Probably more than <laughs> the uh, You know, but so... I, yeah, I, I was worried about the transition. I think more than anything, um, my person, not my personality, but my approach on air had to differ from Kiss because I was a little bit more edgy um, mm -hmm. on Kiss. Uh, here, I know I got a lot more, you know, moms and daughters listening. So I try to clean my stuff up a little bit. You know, I want to, you know, I don't want people turning the radio off because they hear something inappropriate. Um, so that's a little thing, little tweaks. But I think at the end of the day, as long as you're you know, playing the right music and saying the right things, and I, I think you're in good shape. So, but that was a concern to me. That was a concern, making that transition. Like, ooh, that's going to be kind of rough. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. But hot, hot, it, hot, Joe, how do you see in any form is really good. It's Jabba Joel with us here on Radio Connection Live. And, you know, Joel, a lot of people, you know, Joel, when, 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 I, when, when we say the phrase cut the cord, we say cable. But ha, ha, have, I mean, do you, ever, do you often hear people say, hey, Joel, I cut the cord to satellite radio and I want to listen to Mix 941 now. I mean, what, I mean, it, let's say I, I wasn't a radio freak and I just found you guys for the very first time and I've been paying for serious, seriously bad XM as we call it here for many, many years. What if you were to try to convince me to, to tune into the mix and, you know, sever ties with satellite radio? I mean, what I mean, what would make you guys different from, say, a Sirius XM or? Well, we don't charge we don't charge you fifteen dollars a month to listen to us. That's the first thing. <laughs> Wait, um, yeah. So that's number one. Number two, uh, you're not going to win a concert. You're not going to win Post Malone tickets for the show in Cleveland on Sirius XM. You're not going to find out, you know, 
the local high school football scores, which we lean into quite a bit here in Ohio because it's huge in Ohio. Football here in Canton, Ohio, obviously the Pro Football Hall of Fame is here, but a lot of football heritage here, but also local high school football is is huge. So, you know, local, you're not going to get any local variety. Now, that might not mean anything to somebody who's 12, 13 years old. But again, we don't target them. We target, um, you know, at least 18 above. I mean, like I say, 25 to 54 is certainly, but um, so I would say it's free, it's local, and you're going to have a connection to the people who are on the air here, whether it's via our social media platforms or by calling us up trying to win prizes or by going out and seeing us at a local event uh, or a place of business that we happen to be at. So I think there's that. Yeah. What I like about local radio is it's, it's a constant companion because what you have satellite radio is you never know who's going to be in throughout the day. Right. And that's not a slam on satellite radio. Here's the deal about Sirius XM. Uh, 25 years ago when they first came, came to be, and there was this news that this new service called XM was going to be a thing. Um, everybody was saying it's not going to last. Well, you know what? Hats off to those guys. Cause they were able to make it work for 25 years. And I know they had a really bad, I guess, uh, second quarter or third quarter or whatever. Um, and people are leaving in droves because of inflation because it's expensive. It is expensive to pay for Sirius XM. Um, and a lot of people are, you know, cutting the cord. They're, uh, they're getting rid of satellite radio. They're canceling their Spotify premium. They're getting rid of YouTube premium and they're, they're finding different ways to be entertained. Um, but a lot of people have been heralding the demise of Sirius XM Longer than they've been, you know, almost as long as they've been heralding the demise of radio itself. And look where we are. We're still going. <laughs> yeah, we're so. still, yeah, we're, we're still here. Social media is very important. And, and, and I think Angela's ears perked up when I said that, you know, because social media, I mean, yeah, you've got the radio portion, but when radio goes social and you're interacting, you know, and, and Angela might agree with this, you got to reach the listeners wherever they happen to be and they're on exactly that's you can't agree with you more there yeah, yeah but well Joel, no, that, that's the, more 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 and more people connect with us exclusively through social media than they than they call back in the day the radio, radio you'd walk into any radio station um you know like i was in rochester rochester like i say not a, not a huge market but when we were on the air, when, when anybody was on the air, the lines were constantly going. I mean, they were co- there was constantly people calling oh, us. This isn't now again. This is 1999, 2000, 2001. But now you've really got to get pe- people got to call you for a reason. They they rarely. It's very hard to get people to call into a radio station these days. If you want to get somebody to connect with you, it's much easier to do that. You know, via Twitter or you know Facebook or, or text. text message. Right. And that's why I do a little both because I do have, I was hacked recently, but uh, I got back on, thank God. Uh, Facebook yeah, was kind of an awkward one, but yeah. Yeah. I hey, mean, by the way, I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, guys, too much, but I got to I gotta roll in a little bit because I got a contest coming up. We're giving away tickets to Blood Prison. Oh, that's exciting. Ooh, that's going to be a good I, show. I, I, I think pray, I've heard about this. I so, pray yeah. God it's not, I, Joe, I pray to God it's not. That is awesome. Life. I hope it's not my blood that that's in the prison. But anyway, blood prison. <laughs> Never know. Never know. I know somebody's blood. It could be, but I won't say their name on the oh, air. Shut oh, up. don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Joel, listen, man. Great to have you on. 
And Joe, now, Joe, before you go, we always ask guests this. What do you think of this show? I think it's great. I've been saying for years that I wish there was a radio uh, or a podcast, rather, uh, that focused on the radio industry. I think there have been a couple here and there, but um, I love it. The, the more, the better. I think you've, you've got some good going here because I think for, for, a, for a podcast to be successful, it's really got to be keyed in on something specific and i think you guys are are doing it right you're doing a you're doing a podcast specifically about the radio industry um not some broad you know podcast that tackles numerous subjects so I good mean, luck you guys I, i'm i'm uh, honored to be a part of it joel listen man that that that's what we do and 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 we love talking to the djs and things now before we let you go because we i because i i know i know i know, I know that you got to cut and run here you were saying Kiss Cleveland is based completely almost out of what Baltimore? What, what Boston. 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 They have a they do have a, a new afternoon guy who is local, Jeremiah, who I did. Oh I have a chance. I had the chance to meet him a couple of years ago. He's a nice guy. Um, so yeah. He's local. And I think Crystal, who was a friend of mine, she does middays on 10 to noon. Um, so I'm not going to say they're totally uh, not locally programmed. But, yeah, there's no program director as far as I know. And I believe the music decisions are based from what I, from what the record labels tell me now, keep in mind I don't know what the, the ins and outs. I think they say it's based out of Boston, so could be wrong, but that's what I've heard. Joel, man, I I, uh, I got to tell you, bro, it's 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 been a, it's been a pleasure, it's been an honor talking to talking to you. And and by the way, folks, was it the mix nine four one com? Is how you find it. Okay. Um, uh, tune in app, mix nine four mix ninety four one app, smart speaker. Just look, you'll find, right, Joe. Just yep, look. and we'll also on, we're on we're on all the socials at Mix ninety four one Radio. Make sure you put the radio at the end, or you'll get some sort of Mix ninety four one in I think Las, Las Vegas. Vegas or something. Yeah, yeah. right. It's exactly. So what about at, Mix, at Mix ninety four one Radio on uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about Tiki to talk. Everybody, one more time for Java Joel. Jo Joel, much love, buddy. God bless you. Thanks, guys. Later on, guys. Later. See ya. Thanks, Joel. <laughs> guys, that we just sat down with Java Joel here on Radio Connection Live. Dude, this has been one of the best interviews I think we've ever done. That was yeah. pretty cool. I yeah, agree. Tim, you know, definitely. Very authentic yeah, Tim. and uh, yeah, very you know the Tim? stuff. Yeah, Tim. What, Tim, Tim, what about you? No, that was a good interview. It was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, guys, Java Joel, weekdays from 2 to, what is it, darn, 2 to 7? 2 to 6. Eastern. 2 to 6 Eastern on uh, Mix 94.1 in Canton, Ohio. And yes, we are going to have an air check of them for y'all uh, in the future RCL program. Yep. And I will be syndicating it, which, by mm -hmm. the way, I have a new station now that Stacy's gone. So. <laughs> yeah. And I want to, and Stacy actually, I'm sorry, Angela, I, 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 listen, now I'm, I'm used to calling you to sing Stacy, <laughs> <laughs> but Angela, Miss Angela has a big announcement regarding uh, RCL and her being, um, her, her hanging around here. Yes, thanks guys. Um, well, with the holidays coming up and, you know, Haley's parents are in town and having to do stuff for the, you know, legal stuff, I'm just... I love RCL, but I'm not. I'm hoping that Jamie, of course, will let me on the air sometimes when I of have course. a free, of course, moment. 
Um, but I'm not really going to be on the show very much anymore. I'm going to be more on the post-production end, and I do have to make some new voiceovers when I get a chance. So, good thing you have Johns there. <laughs> yeah, that's good. good thing you've got Johns there <laughs> until I can have a moment to do that, but, um... I am now going to be a part of the post-production, well, I have been a post-production team, but I'm going to be mostly focused on that, although, uh, shout out to Denny, because I kind of feel bad for him, because, uh, lately he's been doing most of the production, because I've just had way too much going on. Way too bogged down, exactly. So, I want to give you guys a little bit of what's coming up on the next Radio Connection Live. Um, first of all, we're going to be going to, uh, Cleve, uh, not Cleveland. We're going to be going to, uh, Detroit to hear Mix 105.1, KISS FM <clears throat> in, uh, Detroit. We have a CTQ air check coming up and just a whole lot of great conversation, including about the news. Cause, uh, about a conversation yeah, by the way, on. by the way, if y'all want to check it out, the new, the mix, the rebrands in the Grand Rapids and Billings, the new mix they launched this week. So, yeah, we're, and that's gonna, the, gonna be yeah. in, that's gonna be Radio in the news. Radio working kind of weird for me, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's gonna be in the news uh, next time. So, guys, follow us on social media: Facebook, Twitter. We're not on Tickety Talk yet, but maybe someday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll oh yes, we'll work on the visual aspect of this. Yeah, we'll work. So, we'll, yeah. we'll work on that, and it's gonna be a great time. And Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, I wanna I wanna thank Java Joel for coming on. All, it's, yes, it's thank you, great. Joel. It's always great when we have DJs coming on the show. Yep. Or guests on yeah. and, and also, guys, if um you want to hear Radio Connection live as well, it's gonna be syndicated on Cloud Eleven Radio, and that's Ooh. Cloud spelled with a K, the number eleven radio. So you can hear episodes there as well. Awesome. Guys, thanks for joining us. Follow us on social media. We will see you all next time. And until then, as we say every as, as we say right here on RCO, together, let's, let's, let's keep, keep radio, radio, radio alive. alive. alive.